This is the Concealed Carry Podcast, episode number 290. And welcome to the Concealed Carry Podcast, part of the ConcealedCarry.com network. I am your host, Riley Bowman, coming to you this evening with a special episode that we recorded at SHOT Show 2019 which you're going to be hearing here in just a few minutes. But uh, first, uh, got to get a little bit of business out of the way. We have some really exciting news about the podcast, actually. So let me see if I can explain this to you as simply as I can. Uh, now, we did just do a Facebook Live yesterday where I explained this all there. But if, in case you missed it, <clears throat> here's what we got going on. So we are starting on this coming Tuesday with episode 291, making a little a little bit of a format change to the podcast. Our normal Tuesday news episode of the podcast is, you know, where we have up till now for almost, you know, for like 200 plus episodes, actually almost 300 episodes now, we've had the format where we did legislative news, industry news, justified save stories, and sometimes other stories as well. And we are just deciding now that it's just so hard to fit all that into one episode. Uh, we, we have set a goal now that uh, we're going to try to up the quality level of the podcast and do that without increasing the time. In fact, we'd like to reduce the length of our episodes a little bit, all right? Um, I know some of you out there don't mind you know, listening to an hour and a half long episode, but that's never really been our intention. We... We've always had a goal to try to stay under an hour, uh, but it's become very difficult to do <laughs> with so much news to fit into one episode each week. So we are starting on this coming Tuesday, splitting up those different segments in that news episode. So on the first Tuesdays of each month, we are going to do justified save stories only. On the second Tuesday, we will do industry news. So kind of industry news, new gun releases, new products, or other general interest industry type news. And then on the fourth uh, fourth Tuesday of the month, we will have legislative updates. Now that leaves the third Tuesday of each month, which is going to be what we call kind of a, a host pick, uh, where myself, Jacob, Matthew will likely on a week to week basis decide what we're going to cover for that particular week in that news episode slot. Occasionally, about four to five times a year, we will have a fifth Tuesday in a month, and we'll reserve those for a special uh, special occasion episode, we'll call it. So that'll be fun. Um, so this is done in an effort, like I said, to increase the quality of the podcast and be able to fit it into a format that we think is a little bit more consumable for our average listener. All right. So I know for some of you, you might be a little bit disappointed hearing about this, but honestly, we're doing our best to make the podcast as awesome as we can. So that's the first change to the podcast. The second change is also really exciting. Starting this coming Tuesday, we will announce, well, I'm announcing what it is now, but we will announce the contest or the giveaway on Tuesday, but oh, okay, I just spilled the beans. Starting on Tuesday, we will do a weekly giveaway on the podcast. That's exciting, right? Everybody loves free stuff, right? So each week on Tuesday, we will announce what the giveaway prize for the coming week is. So basically from Tuesday to Tuesday, we will have a giveaway. So this coming Tuesday, we will announce what we're giving away, but that actual giveaway will happen one week later on the following Tuesday. So each week we will announce the giveaway. We'll give you a link and you'll be able to go and sign up to participate in that giveaway to have a chance to win some really cool, great prizes. So from Tuesday to the following Tuesday, you'll have that, that opportunity to, to sign up. Now, those winners are going to be announced live in the Facebook Live version of the podcast each week and you do need to be present to win. I'm sorry. I know for some of you, that's going to disappoint you. Um, but that's that's the deal. That's the way we're going we're gonna to do this. So Tuesday to Tuesday each week, <clears throat> sign up. Uh, there will be opportunities to increase the number of, of uh, tickets, if you will, uh, where basically, you know, there will be some, some opportunities, some incentives to be able to get more uh, entries into that giveaway each week. All right. 
So we hope that you'll uh, that you'll enjoy that, that you'll participate in that, and it'll be fun for everybody. Now, on Thursday episodes, so those will still be a general interest topic or an interview, a special guest, whatever it is. And on Thursdays, depending on the number of people we have participating in our Facebook Live version of the podcast, that'll determine how many prizes we give away. So each week we'll at least give away one prize, but we'll tell you on Tuesday what the benchmark is for the Thursday episode. So we hope that you'll join us live on Facebook on those Thursday episodes because the more of you that we get, the more prizes that we will give away. How about that, huh? Um, So speaking of Tuesdays and Thursdays, we are going to do a better job as a podcast to standardize the publishing of the podcast. Tuesdays and Thursdays, we will go live at 12 noon Mountain Time each day. And the the audio version of the podcast will get published later on those days. But Facebook Live, we will will go live 12 noon Mountain Time, Tuesdays and Thursdays with the podcast. We're also introducing another, um, it's not really a podcast, it's a Facebook Live at the same time, 12 noon Mountain Time, on Mondays, which we will call Shop Talk. And that'll be something you'll see me typically. It could be someone else from our company as well. It could be Jacob or or, or Mitch or whomever. But uh, typically it'll be me on Mondays at 12 noon Mountain. I will go live on Facebook for Shop Talk. It'll be an opportunity to kind of do a little bit more interactive Q&A. Um, typically I will introduce a product to you that we carry in our warehouse and uh, you know we may have some special deals associated with those and ideally I might be, have the opportunity to demonstrate how to use those products how to train with them and maybe even do a little bit of a mini training session so basically basically that's what we got going on with changes here at concealedcarry.com and with the concealed carry podcast so we hope to see you Mondays Tuesdays and Thursdays 12 noon mountain time each week with these various Facebook live events with Tuesdays and Thursdays being the podcast. And uh, yeah, so hope you enjoy the new format. Uh, Hope it doesn't upset anybody too much. And I've already been a little bit long-winded about this, but I wanted to make sure I explained it to you all. Uh, And before we surprise you with it (laughs) on Tuesday here, this Tuesday being a first Tuesday of the month, it'll it'll be a justified save segment only. Oh, speaking of which, I say only, that's almost true. Uh, we will continue to have weekly case of the week segments from Andrew Branca. So uh, the whether it's the Justified Save week or an Industry News week or Legislative Updates week, each of those weeks we'll also have case of the week. And, uh, and then we'll follow that with the Justified Save stories or Legislative Update stories or whatever it is. All right. So <laughs> thanks for your patience with that. Um, I am going to go ahead and introduce the rest of the episode now. I had the pleasure at SHOT Show to spend some time in the Caltech booth, and we were able to interview Chad Enos, marketing director over there at uh, Caltech. And it just so happened that uh, we bumped into Patrick Kelly, a professional shooter, longtime shooter, one of the most talented shooters out there, I think. I mean, just very, very well-rounded shooter. Patrick is able to shoot just about anything you put in his hands very effectively. Uh, we talk about it a little bit in this interview with these guys. Uh, it kind of comes up that, you know, he shot a still challenge match with a Keltec PF9 and also did it with a Keltec P11. Not exactly your ideal still challenge guns, <laughs> but the point is he's able to do it and show that it can be done. And that the fundamentals of shooting don't really change, uh, based you know uh, even if the gun that you're shooting does change, uh, that if you have good fu- fundamentals, good solid, uh, you know, good solid base in your shooting skills, then you should be able to shoot just about any gun pretty effectively, and sometimes still compete at a very high level with them. Uh, Pat Kelly is also very good on a shotgun, especially if it's a pump shotgun. You you ought to just see some of his videos where he runs those shotguns very quickly, very efficiently. Speaking of videos, Pat Kelly has a great YouTube channel. You can uh, search Patrick Kelly, K-E-L-L-E-Y, on YouTube and find his YouTube channel. Uh, Chad Enos, of course, with Caltech, uh, 
good friend of ours, and we just really enjoy having the opportunity to sit down and catch up with Chad. So with that, I'm going to go ahead and play the interview now. I hope you enjoy. Uh, today's episode sponsors are going to be Caltech, of course. Uh, and uh, yeah, I think, I think I'm going to leave it at that. So let's queue up that interview now. Hey, folks. Uh, so I am sitting here, and I've got Chad Enos at Caltech, and I've got Pat Kelly, who's a big, big-time Caltech uh, fanboy. I do dig to the Caltech gear. And the godfather of all things three-gun and competitive <laughs> shooting. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's just because they've been here so long. That's the only I'm reason. I'm going to make that name stick, by the right way. Right on, dude. I love it. <laughs> So uh, we're, we're super stoked. We're here at Shot Show 2019. We're in the Caltech booth, and uh, so by nature of that, Caltech is sponsoring. Yes, yes, sponsoring this episode. I have the official. Chad's the marketing what director, CMO. Wait, uh, they say if president of all things marketing. Yeah, they say if there's no video, it didn't happen, right? So look, he's got the camera down. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely, that's right. Totally. That's right. He started talking and he put the camera away. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we're super we're super stoked to be here. Uh, like I said, Keltec sponsoring this episode because it, they're freaking awesome. <laughs> and we're going to be talking a little bit about some of your latest, greatest, awesomest products, uh, which uh, we've got here with us. We've got the new KS7 12-gauge shotgun bullpup. Super awesome, short, light. That's amazingly affordable piece. I, when somebody was talking to me yesterday, I said, what the MSRP was? I was like, what? Yeah. $4.95. It's yeah. insane. Less than a Glock 34. Yeah. I think I'll be calling you, Chad, and saying, get me on the list. Get me one you of You go these. ahead and call. I'm going home with that one. <laughs> <laughs> Unless this makes it its way into my bag. There you go, babe. <laughs> and then we've got the, uh, the CP33. Correct. Which uh, is the new little 22 long rifle pistol. Which we had the pleasure to shoot at the range a couple of days ago, and it uh, it's freaking awesome as well. Yes, so, wait, I can't wait till uh, we get it in the hands of a competent professional to show us how to shoot <laughs> right, it right uh, properly. But yeah, so, so I'll, I could find you one. <laughs> I don't know, I don't know where he is or she is. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> so so we'll get into the, some of the specifics on these a little bit. But uh, first, uh, uh, folks, I think kind of have a sense. I mean, Chad's done. We did we did a video or two together. I don't remember, and uh, uh, so. You know, if you missed that video, we did a whole tour of the Caltech factory. Yes, and that would have to be fun. Everything going. That would oh, yeah. have to be a blast. Yeah, very very cool. Got to shoot some guns while we were there as well. Didn't get to shoot these guns. A little, you know, they're brand new. That, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then uh, so Pat Kelly though is probably unfamiliar to some of our listeners. Keep in mind this is a concealed carry podcast, right? right. So very defensive minded. Um, I know we have some c competitive shooters in the mix, you know, sure. from our listeners. But tell us a little bit about the man, the mystery, the legend, Pat <laughs> Kelly. In all honesty, I, I just had it put on the back of my jersey this year. I'm just a dude that shoots. And that's really how I look at my I'm just a dude that shoots, man. I've been shooting since I was just a little kid. I love to play the games. I enjoy the tools. You know, you think about, you know, these have to contain tens of thousands of pounds of pressure. Yeah. Sometimes within inches of your face. But you don't think about that. Yeah. There's nothing about all the interesting things that have to go on behind the scenes, the engineering behind, you know, having something that contain that massive pressure and then run a projectile downrange. And then you have point, the yeah. then you have the control over time and distance. Yeah. That's something man, I mean, from what's uh, Musashi, the book of five rings, yeah. uh, talks about that as as the archer created the greater distance, the, the longer sword created a longer distance. Sure. So it's in defensive use, it's all about real estate, right? Yeah. Whether it's hand to hand combat. Or projectile use, or projecting your own your own your own force onto someone else. The further you can get away from the combat, the safer you're all, you know you're going to be. Yep. So even a door kicker doesn't want to be a door kicker until he kicks the door. Yeah. <laughs> he just knows that's what he's going to do, and he's going to let go with and yeah. all, all hell can break loose. <laughs> but if you have any level of control over what's going on, you want to control real estate. So it's one of those things that because I'm a competitive shooter doesn't mean I'm ignorant of what it takes to be competent in the world of force on force. In yeah. fact, I think that goes hand in hand. We've talked about that a lot. Uh, competitive shooting is not tactics. No. But what it does do is give you the re repetition of sight alignment, sight picture, trigger press, accuracy, right. All the and mechanics. speed. All the mechanics. Because yep. time, is, time is life in a defensive scenario, right. as you know. Uh, yep. Enough research yep. has been done. I mean, again, I understand, and I'll probably step on some toes here, but there's enough, there's enough research has been done that says... It's he who produces the tool first and makes first contact with the projectile, who generally wins the bout. Right. So why isn't Rob Leatham going to win the bout? Why isn't Todd Jarrett going to win the bout? Well, of course they are. Yeah. I mean, unless the other guy is the equivalent in skill set 
as if you have the mindset, which you know it's all about mindset, you have Absolutely. to be aware of your surroundings. You have to be in condition yellow. You have to recognize right. the threat. So if, if you can recognize the threat, you can get away from it. But if you can't, if it actually comes to that point where you're going to produce a lethal tool, then he who brings the tool to bear first will generally win the encounter. I'm a lethal tool. Right. <laughs> yeah, baby. I've well, heard that. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of that, Chad, you, you, you've almost experienced uh, some lethal things rather recently. Yes. yes. Speaking of yeah. which. Uh, you know, yeah, your fun about a, killed you. If you <laughs> I'll just leave it at this. You get run, if you ride a motorcycle, don't get run over. It sucks. <laughs> yeah, dude. You, you got banged up pretty good there. I did, but you know, it's, you know, Lord was looking out for me, and I'm here, and I'm not dead, and yeah, and you're still riding, to, yeah, still riding, and still shooting, and I'm and you're looking upright. good too, like Thank maybe you. even a little bit better. I don't know that hospital <laughs> stay may have done something for you. We've well, all heard it as a kid, right? I'm just gonna knock some sense into you. <laughs> yes. Yeah, 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 right but, on. Yeah, I'm just, uh, yeah, I'm just blessed to be alive and and continue working and yep. having fun. Uh, took it, it kind of woke me up a little bit. Sure. Uh, Pat and I talked about this yesterday a little bit, but uh, I've taken for granted like a lot of the things in my life, and one of those things is a huge passion for me is competitive shooting. Mm-hmm. And so I've dedicated 2019 to really just taking up my guns, Fantastic. get them out, and practice. because yes. I never practice. No. I, no, I just go to the matches, right? That's and, yeah. my mo, and it doesn't always work. Yeah, and <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, I just want to get the repetitions and stuff in, like, uh, like in the off season or at home every day. Just practice that. I practice the self defense stuff all the time, um, but not the three gun stuff. Right, We're two completely different disciplines. Right. So, yeah. you gonna yeah. make it out to some uh, Western uh, three gun? All of them that I can. Nice. That they'll let we'll me. We'll see go you back to. at the Wyoming. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. We're already signed up for Is that. Is that the so Governor's Cup? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I really want to go to that match, I guess. Governor's match, yes. Apparently yes, yes. Wyoming has a Governor's Cup that's Pat, it was like fun. Really oh, yeah. fun. Yeah, Killer match, dude. You would love it. You My guess is it's already full. Come on, whoever who's running that match, get Pat in. We'll get Pat you in. go to that match. We'll, we'll get you in. You'll be yeah. like the fifth competitor. Like our fifth team members. I love like. it. Yes, <laughs> yes. The fifth element. Yeah, the fifth element. Perfect. Awesome. awesome. I love it. Let's do it. Cool. So, Pat, yesterday you told me something uh, really interesting, you know, intriguing to me, sure. actually. So, apparently you shot a steel challenge yep. match. Was it, was it nationals or was it? No, no, no. Okay. It, it, there's, we have a series. <laughs> that would be even cooler. <laughs> you know, I, I, <laughs> Holy crap. Coming. That would be viral. Oh, yeah, that would go so viral. I'm pretty confident I'm going to shoot the berry steel open with a gun I've never shot before. Oh, nice. I'm going to do an out of the box at the berries. Nice. And that's insane. <laughs> but that I, insane. I'm not wired 100% right, so it's okay. So you shot that with a P11 I did. PF9? I did, it, I did the PF9 and the P11 both. Yeah. The PF9 was actually a joy. It's accurate. It's really easy to shoot well. Yeah, it's a seven-round seven, seven round gun. Mm-hmm. Or eight. Yeah. There's, a, there's an extension I probably but didn't I think you sent me yeah. some, yeah. So oh, I, had, okay. I had eight rounds for five targets, and if I'm shooting more than eight rounds, I'm goofing off now. I'm yeah. really not yeah, shooting yeah, very yeah, well. I'm yeah, goofing yeah. off. <laughs> but no, I found it very – and it was one of those days that they had, you know, uh, plates at 35 yards. It's like, okay, and I haven't shot it before. Yes, that's my mantra. I don't shoot them before. And it's uh-huh. like, well, I'm hitting targets. And we all know, and maybe we all don't know, maybe people need to hear this more, especially on the podcast, is that we do not miss targets because we have misaligned sights. Let me say it again. We don't miss targets because our sights are misaligned. We misalign our sights during the trigger press. Because yeah. even a sixth grader can recognize notch and post, line them uh-huh. up, put them on the target. Okay, that lesson's over. If an instructor starts off the, the, the course saying, "We're going here's what the sight picture looks like, uh-huh. find another instructor. <laughs> Unless it's a brand new, brand new event, you know, brand new shooter gig. Yeah. I get that. But once any shooter, yeah. C-class, or knows what a sight picture looks like, you're not missing because you're not seeing the sights. You are not seeing the sights at the moment you're breaking the shot. Yeah. So yeah. it's all about trigger discipline. Yep. Yep. So, again, back to the Keltec, that trigger is so nice on that gun that it lends itself to making good shots. Yeah. The, for what it will clarify, for what it is, it has a nice trigger. Uh, it's, a, it's a tiny, super subcompact. Nine mil. That it's a. Uh, it's not a single action and it's not a double action right. trigger. It's got a. It's uh, it's got it's its a hybrid. Name. Yeah, yeah, it's got a hybrid. Uh, yeah. But for what it is, it does have a nice. Now, see, nice I appreciate you pull. qualifying that, but really the truth is the gun is so small and compact that if it had a, it has to have a good trigger for me to extract what I did out of it being small and compact and short sight range. Right, right. Right. Yeah. So if it had a really horrible trigger. But I couldn't get that out of it. But we're we're yeah. talking about a competition, like competi- com- competition guns, right. I, as anyone knows, right. or, or different can deal. suspect, or different, right. yeah. Right. So right. 
So it's not a competition trigger. Nope, not even. Uh, it's a concealed carry trigger. Yeah. But and, I but can produce groups at distance with a con yeah. concealed yes. car pocket carry handgun. And that's the point. Yeah, yeah that I, is the I point. I have a question about that, but first, I heard rumor that uh, Caltech's coming out with a three-gun pistol. What? I'm so I'm so joking. <laughs> I'm like I'm, I'm like please, <laughs> dude. Please. You had me going way way yeah. what? What? Let's yeah. do that. I just had to mess with you. Yeah. All right. So uh, uh, now the right. PF9 was not difficult to shoot well at speed. Yeah. It really wasn't. It was very pleasant. I enjoyed it. The P11. P11. Mm -hmm. The trigger pull is <laughs> a little rough. A little rough. Eight pounds. Yeah. Eight and a half pounds. Yeah. No, it's more than that. It's like twelve. Come on. It's brutal. Uh, the old. The old hammer springs were twelve. The new, the well, okay. the, it's discontinued gun now. Oh, okay. But, uh, but oh, I didn't realize. Yeah, that. it ended ended at eight and a half. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It well, was uh, it's supposed to be eight and a half. Yeah. It wore me out. Yeah. yeah. It wore out yeah, my I'll hands. Bet, I'll now, bet it did. keep in mind, I shoot. It's a six stage match, and I shoot it twice. So I shoot twelve stages with that gun. Yeah, that's <laughs> very excessive. For, yeah, yeah. For now, a trigger that way. The gun ran. If you go back to the video, I think both guns ran flawlessly, if I remember right. I don't think I had a single malfunction with either gun, from out of the box. I throw lube on them, I drive from them a little bit, and I shoot them, and they ran perfectly. And I could shoot the P11 just fine until the last, I don't know, <laughs> 40 rounds. Yeah. And my finger's like, I'm Arnold. Look at, yeah. look, look at the bicep yeah. in my index finger. It's like that <laughs> last quarter mile of a marathon. You're yes, just dying to get I through it. I can't tell this. <laughs> so I end up literally the last three shots. and I put, I, I, Every video I do, the first five strings are on video. The last five strings are on video. In the middle, I might... Just so you guys, listeners know, I might make myself look a little better in the middle. But usually what, <laughs> no, usually what I pick is when someone says fun, something funny or I say something salient, which happens on occasion. Occasion. Yeah. yeah. So, and if, so I'll, I'll add that in there so it lends you know, clarity to what I'm trying to accomplish. But yep. then the last five strings I do too, and it's like I'm literally having to use two trigger fingers. Like you see on <laughs> some of the right. stupid yeah. movies. Yeah, yeah. Oh, two trigger No, and I, oh, come on. And here's, <laughs> let, me, let me tell you. So he's shooting the gun completely unconventionally. Like, like you just said, like in the movies, you see that stuff that makes you cringe. And he's still <laughs> shredding with the gun. Yeah. Like he's still tearing it down with the, <laughs> the targets down. It's crazy. So I'm a real believer, and I, you know, Chad's been really good to me over the years. I have several really cool guns that I like, ones I wish I really could talk much more about, but my current contract you know, constraints yes. prevent me from doing sure, it. Sure, sure. But anything handgun-related, I'm wide open, and yeah. I'm not looking for any sponsorship in handguns. I want to shoot every handgun. Yeah, smart. So, <laughs> yeah. And I really think this new offering here will yep. be a still challenge machine i can't wait i just when this when i first saw this they brought it over i sent pat a text i said i got something that's going to make you giggle yeah, yeah. is that great make me giggle what is it <laughs> and he then immediately sent me his ffl so i can't wait to get this to you get it in your hands i also want to mention uh, what's the youtube channel give uh, me yeah. No, you gotta go, folks. You gotta go so check many guys out like to, I want to be nutting YouTube everything, no, no, and no. I want to be a Hecock. Yeah. No, but no, no, no. I'm Patrick Kelly, man. P plug in my name. Patrick I'm not Kelly. hiding anything. Yeah, yeah. So, all right. And, and not that those guys way, are. Excuse me. Not that those those guys are sure. great YouTube stars. But I'm just a guy, man. Just go look to, up the guy. Right. Go. Just go to Pat Kelly's uh, YouTube and watch the video. They're super entertaining. They're yep. really funny. And it will just blow your mind at his, his speed and accuracy. I mean, the guy's yeah. been doing it forever. He's literally the godfather. We'll, we'll make it really easy for listeners, and we'll make sure that the link to your – In fact, we'll link specifically nice. the video of you shooting the Steel Challenge with the Caltex. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Nice. Love it. I also did it with your uh, PMR-30. Yes, that's right. And that yeah. thing knocked me out. Yeah. <laughs> that thing is and fun. And it's so crazy accurate. I, I got a couple of videos i got to complete here, but I'm doing two and 300-yard shots the dang thing. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's yeah. amazing. That's and cool. The trigger's and amazing on that gun. It's just, if, I thought maybe I got a shill gun or something. That thing's too good. It's like, no, they're all like that. Really? Yeah. 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 And the yep. beauty of that is, the beauty of those videos is, it's, it's not about necessarily the tool that's in your hands. Nope. It's about, because, you know, we're talking about Caltech. We're in the Caltech booth, but you can really take that out. You get enough trigger time on it and practice on it. You can do that with any firearm. And you prove that with the P11 and the PF9, yes. in my opinion, because yes. those are not looked at as target pistols not by either. any means whatsoever. Right. But you have the fundamentals down. You practice enough. You can do. You can, you can you accomplish can a that. lot more than you think you can. Agreed. Yeah. With a concealed carry. You know, we're all looking for an edge. I mean, whether it's you know concealed carry guys or anybody else. Everybody's like, oh, I need an edge. You know, I need a trigger job. I need a better sight. Mm -hmm. You don't need. You need trigger yeah. time. You need trigger on time. The, on a, consistently on a gun that you carry. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Look, and if you do it enough, you can shoot about anything. Let, let's exactly. talk real quick about, so, I mean, the, the, the idea of shooting a still challenge match, which the goal of still challenge is you got to be accurate. Yep. And you got to go. You're, you're trying to go as fast as you can. As fast right? as you can. Fast transitions. Yep. But you've got to be on that trigger, and you got to do it just just right. Yep. Or your missile still plates. Right. So, what about shooting a long double action trigger? 
like on a PF9 or a P11. Like, what do you got to do to mechanically to make that work? It comes down to one thing, grip. You mm-hmm. have to wrench up the grip. And anytime there's any malfunction or in your ability to produce accuracy, mm-hmm. turn the grips up. I mean, get on that gun. And I'm, I'm a, I don't know, Robert Vogel. Yep. We all know who Robert Vogel yep. is. Oh, yeah. And the Vogel grip is absolutely the grip. I, I don't, I, that's what I profess. It's what I use. And he's super strong. Yes, yes. <laughs> like superhuman. I, I can close a Captain's of Crush too, but he can close a three. <laughs> I can not. I don't know if you could close it too. A two's up. It's like I'm going to lose. I'm going to lose a tendon. I'm going to lose a tendon. Oh, I didn't that time. Good. I'm not doing that anymore. So I do have a grip for, as a gorilla. He's got a, a you know a real full size gorilla. But yeah. there's the other technique where he tries to make, and I call it. He, he says it differently. I had to do a, little, a lot of stuff on forums, and guys say, "Oh, bring your elbows up." No, no, no. What Robert does is, is tries to put his index finger knuckles and push them into each other. Mm-hmm. So he grabs hold of the gun and then tries to push the knuckles into each other. Yeah. What's the byproduct of that? The elbows move up. Yeah. So there's guys, and you've seen it right. for a jillion years, and as long as we've been shooting, they emulate what they see. They don't know the technique. Mm-hmm. They just see elbows in the air. So I'll put my elbows in the air. David Savigny used to tuck his neck around, you know, kind of that turtle yes. stuff. Yep. Everybody started doing that. Well, yeah. David Savigny's amazing. Well, he is amazing. But he just shoots the byproduct of his presentation right. puts him in a body position that yeah. just happens to be that. Yep. If you'll just, I'll just emulate that. It's like putting chrome wheels on the car, the same chrome wheels that just won NASCAR. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. I'm a NASCAR car. No, yeah, yeah, you yeah. just put paint <laughs> on the car that made it look like it was. Yeah, yeah. It's about so, understanding what you're doing and why, not just what, but why you're doing what yes, you're doing, right? Yes, and, and, and yeah, so those techniques to tighten down that grip, to lock crap down so it's not moving on you. Uh, and you're speaking my language, buddy, because we've talked on a number of times on this podcast about the importance of grip and the importance of what we see as instructors. And we actually have Matthew standing here. He's unfor- we only we only have the three headsets, so Matthew's not in on the podcast with me. Yes, yeah, so he'll do a sign for us. <laughs> but you know, that works really well on radio. He's right. Mr. Producer of the podcast, and, and uh, what what do we see so often as instructors is. I'll go up to a student and say, look, I want, I'm going to demonstrate to you what I want to see you do strength-wise right. with your grip. And you show them, and they're like, what? Right. Like, you grip that hard? Yeah, I grip that hard. Yes, all the time. <laughs> so that, the, look at the guys that shoot the best. You know, yeah. Look at all the competitive shooters. That's when I, I, because I, I, before I got into competitive shooting, I was doing the, the tactical training and the concealed carry stuff right. or whatever. Right. And I didn't have a concept of speed and accuracy grip, all those things right. that, that play into trying to beat the other guys right. on the stage. That you right? have to have. Right. right. And so when I, when I was, I da- started dabbling in the co- competitive world, I just started watching how they, how they draw the gun, right. how their grip looks. Right. And so I would practice that. And after repetitions of that, I started to understand why. And then when I got to the range and started doing live fire, I really understood why. Right. Uh, controlling that is, when it comes to handguns you have to control that handgun and make it do what you want it to do don't let it move you around right, right. get that thing on target and your transitions and all yeah. that and so people see that w- when I was first coming out of the you know when I got into tackle training right a lot of guys would see that and they'd see pictures of it oh like trying to be a cool guy or whatever you know like with your grip or whatever because it's a pretty extreme twisted yes. grip a lot of tension the elbows yes. like you mentioned yes and they see that and they think you're trying to be cool well there's a reason for that Go watch the competitive shooters. It, when you start beating those guys with your teacup or whatever other grip whatever, you got, yeah, yep. which is if you can do it, more power. Go to for you. it, yeah. right? But go out there and 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 I've, I always tell this to law enforcement guys too: go shoot, compet, go shoot competitively. Right. Take your duty weapon and go to a USPSA match yep. or an IDPA match, and yep. really focus on the fundamentals. Like, don't try to beat anyone at first, right. but go out there and watch how they shoot. Right? You know, There's look a at lot their to game. I mean, yep. We, we spend all of our time and money trying to get, make our technique better. And we're always evolving in our technique in order to win the championship, win the match, beat the other guy. Well, what's concealed carry? It's about beating the other guy, isn't it? Exactly. The other guy, it's his life and death situation. Comes right Which back is even his, more important than points. by yeah. far. So let's go back to grip again. Now, we might be shooting, you know, 42-ounce STIs or big tang folios or whatever we happen to choose in our, our game. So you can get away with some sloppy mechanics if you have a really heavy gun. Mm-hmm. Now we're shooting concealed carry. We're shooting compact, subcompact, very light. That absolutely yeah. require a mastery of grip, but oh, yet yeah. we don't put enough emphasis on it. Agreed. It's all about. Agreed. It starts with grip. Now it may start with one hand. You know very well, as as I do, if you you might be standing off the opponent mm-hmm. with a gun at you know at in the guard position. Well, you better yeah. have a grip from hell if you want that gun to sit still and operate. 
Yes. The guns are being small, being smaller and lighter, smaller yep. and lighter, and that works against the gun reciprocating. Yep. Because if you just put the gun on the tail and pull the trigger, it's going to go bang once, and that's it. Better known as yep. limp wristing, and limp nobody wristing, wants to. Yes. Nobody, what it they, is. They want to. They don't want to admit to that. You right. Know? But uh, yeah, it can right. cause a gun to malfunction. So if you want to, and again, concealed carry doesn't mean it's. That's not the first tool. I mean, I learned I went to Mossad Ub's class way, way back when. Wow. He says if you're lacking in physical combat skills and the only thing you can produce to stop the fight is a lethal tool, put the gun down and go figure out how to fight. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I started, yeah, I started, I started, started yeah. doing Muay Thai. Nice. I'm 40 years old. <laughs> I'm in a dojo getting my ass whooped <laughs> trying to learn how to do, to do kickboxing. So I really found that enjoyable. And I you rec- bring up a great point. Uh, right. When it comes to physical fitness and stuff, you know, as well, uh, because we always think about the tool. Oh, the you know, I have a gun. It's you know, it kinda, I'm good. it's the We're equalizer. Equal yes, the equalizer. Yeah. Yep. No, it's it's not because you may not even be able to get to it. Right. Right. You know? So and it may not be the right tool to solve the job at hand. That too. Sure. Absolutely. If you don't have you know, like you, it's like, well, you're taller than I am. You're six, six three, six three. Oh, so am I. So, We're but, close. Yeah. yeah. But the interesting thing is, most of your adult life, you haven't had to worry about it too much. Yep. This gentleman. <laughs> well, <And me. laughs> you might get picked on unnecessarily. Well, my point, guess is your physical point skills. Pointing at Matt, by the way. Well, it's what, but it, but it is. You and I have a certain command presence, and this guy's bigger than us. But generally, nobody's going to go. I want to. I want to go take that guy's lunch money. No, you're not. <laughs> now, th- this guy used to be a cop, by the way. So no, no. I'm pretty sure you wouldn't want to see him when he's pissed off. No, no. Which right now, I think he might be pissed off. <laughs> right. Another one of those cool studies that came out of Moss's teaching. He said they had, did a lot of research, and they. Presented that research to us in the class by showing us pictures of people on the street, male, female, old, young, and and they went through a, you know a, a various prisons and showed these same pictures and asked these guys, hey, of all these people you've seen, which ones would you go take their lunch money? Which mm-hmm. would you knock sure. over? And a couple of times they didn't say a woman. Not every woman was selected. It's like, well, every you're always going to pick the woman, aren't you? No, the guys are like, nah, I don't think so. How about that guy? No, nah, I don't think so. That guy, yeah, what the hell? What the difference was is presence are you looking around are you making eye contact Mm -hmm. are your shoulders back do you look like you are formidable nowadays we've got every stupid kid going i'm looking at my cell phone walking down the street situational awareness dude you're a patsy man and not just kids no no and i know you know that no yeah i mean yeah but you're right you see it all the time yeah i I mean i do it every time i'm around pat because i don't have to worry about it (laughs) (laughs) that's because i can run fast (laughs) i'm like well wait what pat where are you going exactly (laughs) and well again that we're talking about the complete package that is the skill set right if you can avoid it talking 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 to our former law enforcement guy, if you can avoid the fight, avoid the fight. Yeah. Now, in law enforcement, some, you, you're, you're there to enter the fight. The rest of us are civilians. We, if we can find a way out, we should. Yeah. I don't care what he just called your old lady. Don't care, man. That does, that's not a reason to produce lethal force. doesn't yeah. make a difference. Right. Yeah. Boy, I'm going to get calls. You called me an old lady. Now, come on. Pull up your big boy pants, man. Rock and roll here. I had this very conversation yesterday uh, regarding a law enforcement um, officer's uniforms. You know, you, you've seen the cops. Their uniform's oversized. Right. Their gun holster's, like, sloppy, whatever. I mean, come on. The guy is just a prime target for yes. a criminal, right? If you've got a guy, his uniform fits, his shoulders are back, like yes. you mentioned, his head's up. He looks like he's very self-aware of what's going on around yep. him. Leave him alone. You're going to leave that guy alone. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's right. So. But, again, women weren't pecked. Some women weren't pecked in the studies. And the weird thing was, and Mas, you know, Masari was an amazing guy. He just loves doing the de- uh, details. So he says it's not just platitudes and BS. There's studies behind it. So when they got done and they went, okay, why not this woman? I don't know, man. She just looked like she might be, you know, might have a rape whistle or run fast or whatever. Yeah, yeah. L.A. County Sheriff. Uh <laughs> Didn't she wasn't dressed yeah, like an LA County Sheriff, right? But the the, the bad guys recognize that that's not going to be an easy mark. Yeah, yeah. Does not physical size plays into it as we talked about. Sure, not always. It's presence, it's, it's demeanor, confidence. how you carry yourself, confidence. Yeah, absolutely. because I've I've actually seen big cops that just look frumpy and just right. You know, they yeah. don't take care of themselves right. and their uniforms loose and baggy and guys right. a little bit sloppy. You yep. know what I mean? Yep. So. <laughs> the slowest yes, the slowest in the animal group. in the group. Yeah. Right hey, on, dude. Yeah. You're, not, you're not a part of this conversation. Yeah, he is. <laughs> well, I made him a part. I can't help it, man. Yeah, yeah. I, I just I realized I better bring the mic over, over to Matthew here. He wants to join in. Yep. Say hello, Matthew. Yep. <laughs> but yeah, it comes down to like you know, like you're saying, the, 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 that confidence, and I think every concealed 
carry person not only uh, obviously should train with their weapon as much as they possibly can, but keep that in mind. Keep that situational awareness right. in mind. Keep your physical fitness in mind. Keep the way you carry yourself from Absolutely. your car to the grocery store and back in yeah. mind. You know. Well, just, the idea is to avoid the confrontation. Now, I'll, I'll give exactly. you a, a, a and that, example. Exactly. And like you said, that, will, that could possibly deter just having that. Yes. yes. Yeah, so. uh, you know, I have a shaved head. Now, the whole time <laughs> I was married, the wife says, like, no, please don't do it again. Because we I had a shaved head when I met her. She just looked too mean. <laughs> she, she liked the kind of gentler path. Yeah. And she, so I, to, you know, to, to give her whatever she wanted, it's like, no, I wouldn't do it. But my thought process was, if I do look that mean, then that, that's just one more element that's going to keep someone to say, I'm not going to, I'm not, now at point, I'm 58 years old and I'm gray. I don't look like I'm easy to deal with. Oh boy. Would but hit, to shave off have the head. A, it would be a rude awakening. <laughs> like, okay. after your so it's Let's get nice. that old man. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah, well, nope. Well, <laughs> So it's just, it's just another element. It's just another piece you can do if you can, you know, again, you don't look frumpy. You look like you're squared away. Then yeah. odds are you may not be the next victim. Yeah. Yeah. Um, good stuff. I, I, honestly, I'm, I'm really thrilled that we've had this, 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 this discussion right. with a competition guy. And, well, Chad. You know, <laughs> surfer bum. Yeah, surfer you bum. May oh. look at, you may look at Pat as the, the competitive shooter that he is and deserves every accolade he's ever gotten and more. Yeah. But he also... Uh, is a concealed carry guy. I mean, he's, he's I'm just... A, I'm a student of the gun, true. Exactly. Before that yeah. was coined, I was one. <laughs> we talked about yesterday. Now, I, I yeah. don't like to you know, give away trade secrets, but this is a concealed carry podcast. <laughs> Whatever holster you have, if you have a holstered gun, work with that holster all the time. All the time. From every jacket, every coat, or yep. T-shirt, whatever it is, and if you, if you have 10 draws and you screw up two, you better work on that. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, I, I just couldn't get... No, 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 no. Excuses don't work when, when they... No. Not, when they're, yeah. not when the time right. is on the yep. line. Yeah. So. That's right. That's great. Uh, excellent discussion, guys. So now let's just shift and pivot a little bit here because we want to give a little love to the CP33 yeah. and the KS7. So, Chad, give us kind of like the quick rundown. And folks, by the way... Uh, I know you can't see what we're descri- what we're going to be describing right sure now. Sure, they can. They can Google it on their on the other screen. Yes, right. <laughs> but even better, we'll have a, our YouTube video up by the time you're listening to this. Uh, the video we did with you just yesterday, in fact, will be published. Uh, Perfect. One video for the for the CP33 and one for the KS7. So, Beautiful. folks, go watch those videos, and Chad's going to give you a rundown. All right. Yeah. So the CP33 stands for Competition Pistol, 33 rounds. It's a 22 long rifle. It holds 33 rounds in a flush fit mag, and as you guys can see here on the table, uh, this <laughs> is a 17-round extension, so 50, 50 rounds, rounds of 22 LR. You'll never have to reload for Steel Challenge. I, I, I'm going <laughs> to yeah. try. That would be wicked cool, man. Get a couple stages. <laughs> yeah, yeah, get a couple yeah. stages, and absolutely. Yeah. No, it's so, still loaded. <laughs> uh, uh, for the viewers, if you're looking at the video, great. Um, you can see that it's got a pick rail on top. It's got uh, two fiber optic sights, uh, front and rear. And the rear sight is adjustable for windage and elevation. It's ambi other than ejection. Uh, so you've got this ambi charging handle. It's uh, yep. pretty sweet. Uh, ambi safety. Yeah, ambi 1911 style safety. Yep. The, the bolt stop is, on the, is only on the left side. I should say it's half ambi. It's a half ambi. Gun. Yes, well, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Because the heel never cut. go yeah. full am. Never go full am. <laughs> uh, I'm glad you're here. Uh, but the, um, it's got a heel catch, heel catch uh, mag release, and uh, you know what's interesting? In I see p- people want to bulk at that, but no. If it holds 33 bloody rounds, <laughs> there's no speed reloading right. going on here, man. Right, right. And a heel release for me. Uh, this I know it's not a concealed carry gun, but a heel release for me. Uh, like the first gen Grendel. Grendel, remember the Grendel P10? Yes. Load from the top with stripper clips. Yes. I yeah. carried that for a long, long time. I know you told me that, and I was yep. shocked. That was because you can't lose the magazine. Yeah. Everything um, else I carry, and, and not the, the uh, PF9, I don't have to worry about it. But I shave the magazine releases down, so I they had, can't be released. Yeah. Nice. If I'm in a, a protracted gunfight, I made a big mistake. <laughs> <laughs> I had a little technique. I was going to try to show you that, but the PMR30s are tethered to the the table over there. I was yeah. going to show you. There's a little technique to actually do a speed reload. Oh, with really? This. Yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. We'll, yeah. we'll go over well, later. Let's do that. And I was, that, that's a great point. Anyways, go ahead. You, you with, were, you're talking about With the some gun. practice, I mean, you already have your hands made it up for the grip, and all it is is bringing that support hand right. back, hitting yeah, that yeah. release. True. Mag's going to come it, out. True. But again, it's you could use this for defense. Um, <laughs> I, I wouldn't recommend sure. using a rimfire for nope. defense. Sure. But. Uh, but you can put. You got suppressor. 33 rounds. You got 33 <laughs> rounds. Yeah. As long as as yeah. long as it keeps let's, firing. Let's, let's finish that point for a minute because I know why you said it, and I'll, I'll repeat it too. 
it's not the ballistic capabilities of the round so much as the fact that it's a rim fire. And rim fires by nature have a, a greater level yeah. of, of malfunction because yep. the priming compound may or may not be where the primer is being or it's being struck by the firing pin. Correct. Right. And that's just a function of ammunition. No matter how high quality ammunition, the process does not always equal you know, good ignition. And when yeah. your life's on the line, eliminate all variables. Yes, that, so that central, central priming works much better. Yes. Well, plus, yes. it's still a rammed cartridge that you're running through a Correct. semi Correct, rammed cartridge, absolutely. You know, absolutely. Right. So, yeah. 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 All right, keep, continue. So anyway, that said, we ran 2,000 rounds out of two guns at Media Day with zero malfunctions. What so, ammo? Do you remember? So. All uh, kinds of ammo? CCI, 40 grain. Yes. Basic. Perfect. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Decent stuff. But uh, anyway, it comes with the, the top... Part of the gun is aluminum, pick rail, sights. Uh, bottom side has, uh, it's also got an aluminum section for uh, an M-Lock. And, and I love slot. the collaboration you're doing with M with uh, Magpul. You know, yes. Bringing M-Lock to so many of your guns, I mean, gives you so many options. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that's where the industry's going. And that's the yeah. de facto standard. Yes. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And it's a no-brainer, and it also is uh, incredibly easy to, ma to machine, as opposed to key mod and some right, of the other right, uh, options right. out there. Uh, so cost effective, yeah. uh, it, you know, time is money. So when you can make something much faster and produce a bunch more of them, guess what? We're going to sell it to you for a lot cheaper. Yep. Right. So cool. uh, yeah, Imlocks. You could put a section there if you want to put a light on it, put a suppressor on it, and a dot on it. Awesome for training, shoot house oh, training, man. nighttime training because it's twenty two. You buy a brick, a right. twenty two long rifle right. for what ten bucks, fifteen, twenty, 20 bucks, whatever right. it might be, and you can train for like days <laughs> on that. Right. What's it weigh? Yeah. Uh, you know, offhand. I have no idea. You might be able to, dude. <laughs> no, he, he's yeah. I have, he's held I, so I, many guns. Yeah. He knows the weight of them all. <laughs> yeah, uh, twenty-two. I was gonna say twenty. Twenty-two what ounces. Is it? One and a half pounds. I said twenty-two ounces. Okay, so that'd be sixteen and eight is uh, twenty-four. 24. Hey, oh. wow, that's all. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> it's a human scale. <laughs> good work. Good work. But uh, uh, you know what? That's really a bad thing to have that ability when you talk to women. Oh, I, I know yeah, they're height yeah, and weight. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez. And if you know their age, you, you're either yeah. getting, or you, you're getting in or you're getting out. One yeah. of the two. I don't know which. <laughs> All right. What, what's the MSRP on the uh, CP33? Four seventy-five. Yeah, it's amazing. So, uh, gun shop price three in change, three fifty. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome, which is man. which is pretty awesome for a thirty-three round, twenty-two long rifle pistol that yes. you can. Take your whole family out to the range and for a whole day, just shoot for pennies. Everybody can shoot it. Yeah. Everybody's going to love it. It's a striker gun, right? It is, yeah. Okay, cool. Yep. Yep. Awesome. Trigger's actually really good. It is. The reset is nice. And it's, it, again, you guys, you look at the pictures on it. It's unusual looking, but I think that the element that sits behind your wrist, really, yes. It's, it's length that it doesn't affect the use of the pistol. It's right. length behind the wrist. Your hand's already longer than the gun at this point. Right. So this is just space that is not doing anything. This is the part that you know, projects beyond the hand. So having something beyond, behind your wrist yeah. doesn't mean anything. Yeah. And what is that, a five-inch barrel? Uh, <laughs> it's, uh, I thought he was going over to look at it. It's got a nine-inch sight radius. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it does. It has a very long sight radius, which yeah. for competition is what you right, want. Right, right. And we actually used the uh, CMR30 receiver okay. so that we could extend it back so you would get that nice long right, sight radius. Right, um, That makes it the competition pistol. Right. Yeah. I, it is, I believe it is a five-inch barrel. Um, it, it, I should it, look, it looks about fine. I, mean, I only work for Caltech. Yeah. Crying out loud. Well, it's also a really new product. Well, so. The first time I fired it was yes, or two days ago. Uh, yeah, two days ago. Yeah. So I mean, that's how new these are. Like typically, I get prototype one, prototype right, two, to right. prototype ten. Sometimes through my office, I get to shoot it, play with it. These things, they literally just came pretty much hot off the press to my to my office. That's how fast. And so we're not doing the whole like we're going to show you a gun and then four years later like you know Release put it on the it. market. Yeah. Really? yeah. yeah. Uh, so these are shipping now, uh, as Yay. well as the KS7, which we'll talk about now. Yeah. I think it's already, there's already one in route to my home. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> nice. There actually is. <laughs> okay, yeah. cool, dude. I love it. I love it. Now, folks, uh, listen to this. There you go. This is the KS7. Yes. KS7 is a, a variant of the KSG. It's a single tube as opposed to the, the double tube, if you're not familiar with the KSG. It's a you 20, ought to be. You ought to be. <laughs> it's a 26.1-inch 12-gauge uh, shotgun. It's got two tubes. Now, he knows that number exactly. Uh, yes. <laughs> that's legal definition for, yeah. Short well, yeah. Yeah. well, the other thing is I've been dealing with the KSG for years now. I know, so. I know. <laughs> right, right, right. Just I'm had to just, give you a hard time. And, and the funny thing is that talking to the, the people listening to the podcast, these are just as new for me as they are for you guys right yeah. now. So yep. it's, it's pretty exciting uh, for me. I, and I'm like a little kid. I, I love guns. I've got a whole bunch of them. So when these things come out... I get as excited as you guys sure, do. Sure, for sure. But 
Anyway, so 26.1-inch uh, overall length, single tube, so it's getting rid of the uh, selector switch. Um, it holds eight two and three-quarter shells plus one, or, and it's chambered for three-inch. Does it really? Yeah. It's a, ni- it's a nine. But it's called KS7 because it's chambered for three-inch, and got with it. the three-inch shells, sure, you get seven. seven. Yeah, got seven it. plus got one. Got it. So, um, if it is so if, dang small. I know. For, for Barrel length gun? is? Yeah. Uh, barrel length is 18 and a half. Is it real? It yeah. just—it looks deceiving. I know. Yeah, I know. And well, honestly, the, when I saw it yesterday sitting over there, I'm going, "Well, that, that's going to be one of those paperwork guns." Yeah, I like it's cool, but I'm never going to get one because I'm yeah. not going to do the paperwork. <laughs> now I'm not. I know I am going to get one. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, uh, talking to people at the range, are like, "Man, this is what, um, a much better option uh, than that." Uh, I won't name any companies because right, right. I have friends at these companies. Right. But it's yep. a shotgun that's got a handle on it, and that's it. And if right. you want to, if you want to shoulder the thing, you buy a brace for it, right? right? Or when I say shoulder, you know, use the no, brace yeah. properly and legally. But anyway, uh, so by the time you buy that shotgun, that only holds four plus one shells, by the way, right. and buy the pistol brace, you're probably two to, you know, one to two hundred dollars right. over the MSRP of this KS7. Right. And this holds eight, two and three quarter shells, yeah. and you can shoulder it all day long because it's civilian legal. If you have any desire to have, which is a good idea, I feel I think the shotgun's still the power tool. I mean, yeah. carbines are carbine. I like carbines. They've got penetration issues, depending on the ammo. Handgun is handy. That's really all a handgun is. A handgun is not my first choice an instructor when there's a bump me, in the night. Yeah, an instructor told me one time that a handgun is a way to fight your way to a long gun. Absolutely. Yeah. But this thing, talk about a home defense tool. Yeah. It's very short. So I mean, It's one of those things. I, I spent time working with law enforcement and then them working with me, explaining to me, this is how it really works for mass, <laughs> which is if you have that long tube and you come around the corner, well, that's just a handle for me to take that bitch away from mm-hmm. you. Yeah. What are you, you going what, what to grab here but well, a the, muzzle? Well, here's the then beauty. Then you've got problems. Yeah, the beauty of this, too, is you don't have to shovel the thing if Correct. you're going around. Correct. If you come up to a doorway, you can yes. still be at the high ready, yeah. open the door, yes. and your muzzle's dead. No, it's that's ready to fantastic. Go. Yeah. It is it's so awesome. short, it's not even funny. Yeah. I mean, we saw this, and, and I just was really excited because... This is right up, right up. I mean, the alley of. I'll be honest with a, you. What a, I a great home defense weapon. Yeah, when I first saw it, I wasn't excited. I was like, really? "What is this? Hand, what is this? What's going on with this thing? <laughs> it's got a kind of crazy looking carry handle. Looks like something out of a video game." Uh, and then um, I got it in my hands, took it to the range uh, at media day, and I would not let anybody else shoot it. <laughs> I just my fingers hurt from loading shells into it. How long have you been oh. in the industry, Chad? Ten years. Ten years, and you're yeah. still just as excited. Oh, yeah. Ain't that cool? Oh, it's super uh, cool. Now, people env- envy you, and they do me, too. It's like, hey, you've been doing this for 30 years. Yeah, I've been doing this for 30 years. But you seem like a kid and excited. Yeah, I love the tools, man. I mean, yeah. And I really dig the people. That's yeah. where well, it comes down well, to Well, Pat Kelly's my spirit animal. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, awesome. So, yeah, but the, it's got M-Lock all over it. Uh, so out of the yep. box, it's ready to shoot uh, with this carry handle, and it's super intuitive. And, and I didn't really get it until I took it out there to shoot it and was smashing at 100 yards slugs. Uh, 100 yard targets and 120 like easily like i was shooting yeah. a rifle which was really impressive out of a two-foot gun with a carry handle on it you know but if you don't like the carry handle uh you can take this off it's super easy and put the pick rail on if you want to put a, no, uh, that, a this red is the dot way to there. do it i'm glad you did it this way yeah. i'm just I, I gotta ask but we have to gunner. we have to offer you know oh, sure so. you can't extend this tube can you you can Yes. Yes. In fact, there's. I'll show you guys over here. Too bad the listeners can't see it. Maybe you get some B-roll of it. But we've got a um, a ten round extension, and also barrel extension. So you, we've that got a. Is cool. We've got a twenty eight inch barrel KSG over there that's shorter than any other tactical shotgun with an eighteen inch barrel on the market. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I love it. And it's it. also threaded for chokes, and we will offer it in different lengths and different choke options. And yeah. You guys can't see this right now, but it's, I dig the kind of stealth, stealth silver this and stu- gray. Yeah, this is, again, first time I've seen I this. I grabbed it off the wall. I thought, that one looks good, and it really yeah. does look good. And this is good. exactly what I'm going to do with mine. It looks sharp. Nice. So it complements the black you know, yep. on there. Awesome. So. Well, folks, uh, Caltech KS7, check it out. And, again, check out our YouTube videos about it. Uh, you'll be able to see it, and uh, these will be available, and you'll be able to get them in your hands very soon. They're shipping now. CP33. Awesome gun. I mean, I'll tell you, I really enjoyed shooting both of these. And since you said you wouldn't let anybody else shoot it, I did shoot it two days ago, so I'm feeling really privileged. That list must be really small. No, it just it, it, as soon as as soon as the gun, somebody set the gun down, I was picking it up it, to put at least a couple shells to it. Yeah, nice. and same with this. I was loading my own magazines and putting them in my pocket, and then lo- loading the other ones for the customers that were coming up. And they set it down. I pull my mag out and put it in. There you practice. go. Yeah. I'm always ready. Awesome. I'm always yeah. ready. Just give me the gun. Yeah, awesome. yeah I love it. <laughs>
Well, folks, uh, we're gonna have to wrap this one up for today. But you know, I'd love to in the future if you guys are want to, you know, chat some more. Uh, I really enjoyed this conversation. Let's do today, it again. So, absolutely. Thanks again, uh, Mr. Pat Kelly and Thank you, uh, Chad. Truly a pleasure. Appreciate you guys being on the Conceal Carry podcast. And folks, give give Caltech some love. Go to their website. Go to their go to their Facebook, their Instagram. I mean, Chad is a guy that pretty much directly is in, is involved in a lot of you know a lot of the online interactions with with customers. And uh, so uh, he, he's the man. He'll take care of you. So yep. go go see Pat Kelly, too, on his yep. YouTube channel. Give him some love on his YouTube yep. channel. If so yeah. you want to find me on Instagram, it's uh, P-E-Kelly60. And he's, awesome. not, he's not out there trying to be a YouTuber. He just loves to, to share his yes. fun and excitement yep. with stuff. So yes. it's not like you're going there and he's going to try to sell you a gun. Nope. You go there and you watch Pat, and you can make your own determinations about the gun that he's, do, that he's running. Right. But it's just impressive and fun to watch. Absolutely. Thank you. And right. give him some love. Hit that subscribe button. Do it. Absolutely. Thanks, All guys. Right. We'll see you later. Wasn't that fun? I just thought that was a really fun interview together with uh, Chad and and Patrick. Uh, really sharp guys, and uh, you know, it was just a fun fun discussion. You know, we covered a lot of different things in a very short uh, time frame there, and from a little bit different perspective too. I mean, these are not two guys that are you know big tactical guys, uh, but they're both very talented shooters. Um, but they also get it too. They 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 understand both sides pretty well. And Pat, Pat Kelly's uh, just had a wealth of life experience that that uh, really lends to uh, to his perspective on things. But anyway, so um, hope you enjoyed that interview. And uh, we've got a lot more great content coming from Shot Show 2019. We recorded uh, several interviews while we were there, and I'll be releasing those over coming weeks. Uh, some of those will will perhaps be released as standard episodes or they'll be released as bonus episodes. We'll still squeeze in some some bonus episodes from time to time, even with the new format changes and everything. So anyway, I'm going to wrap it up here, guys. Thanks so much for your support of the podcast. We really do appreciate you all. Of course, if you have any questions or want to reach out to us for any reason, uh, topic suggestions, uh, guest you know, suggestions, anything like that, uh, or you just have a question about a gun, about a technique, about a tactic, whatever it is, hit us up at podcast at concealedcarry.com. And of course, you can find us on our Facebook page, which uh, if you just type in concealed carry on Facebook, you should be able to find us pretty easily with our little hexagon shaped uh, logo. And uh, of course, we're out there on Twitter and YouTube and all that as well. So anyway, I'm going to let you all go. Have a great day. And with that, a reminder to train right, train often, and train safe so you can fight hard, fight fast, and fight true. that laws vary from place to place and we encourage listeners to seek local legal advice to understand applicable laws. The Concealed Carry Podcast, Concealed Carry Inc., ConcealedCarry.com and their affiliates strive to share insights and stories about firearm-related incidents and laws, but things could be different where you live or laws may have changed by the time you listen to this. We cannot be held liable for your actions based on the information shared in this podcast.